This week on the Tech Night Out Live, we'll feature Josh Centers, Managing Editor of Tidbits. A little bit later, we'll have Brian Schaffin of the Mac Observer. Lots of excitement to talk about on the Tech Night Owl Live. So Josh, welcome back. I wanted to get immediately into our favorite topic, Apple TV 4K. Is that our favorite topic? Seems to be a recurring theme. Yeah, well, you know, you dared to write a book about that. Let's look at a couple of things here. Apple is supposedly spending a billion dollars to finance programming. They hired some executives from Sony. No, is it Sony Television? Yeah. Yeah. And they have experience with shows like Breaking Bad and others. And I think Blindspot also, I forget. In any case, these are experienced professional TV producers bringing them on board. And it's not unusual for Apple to buy knowledge or technology over the years they buy technology that later incorporates itself in iphones and other products so we know about that that's normal then we hear a story i don't know if you heard this it was never confirmed that apple was interested in buying a company called eon productions a uk production company best known for its one project the james bond films remember that rumor right yeah i heard about that I don't know about you, but how many more James Bond films will there be? <laughs> I mean, the thing started in 1962 with Dr. No. And I hate to admit my age, but I saw that film when it was released. And they've gone through a number of <laughs> James Bonds. And now Daniel Craig is doing the one more movie, which is going to be, I think, 2019 or something like that. So I don't know. Why do you buy up an old franchise like that? I guess for the library, if they were going to do it. But it was never confirmed. Maybe the main reason to make John Gruber really happy. He's a big Bond guy in addition to being a big Apple guy. You know, I don't know. Uh, content is such an interesting business because if you own a piece of content or you create, especially if you create a piece of content, um, you know, that in itself is sort of its own currency. Because, I mean, you can put, you know, Apple could spend every bit of the quarter of a trillion dollars it has creating content and not have a single winner. Um so that would be um, definitely an interesting strategy. And something I wrote about a while back was how, you know, owning content is sort of like a blue chip. And if they owned the James Bond franchise and they owned all those, what, like 20-something, 30 I don't know, I think it's like 20-something movies at this point, you know, that, that's a good chip to bring to the arena. You know, if they want to, you know, haggle over, hey, you get to show Bond and we get to show this, um, that's an excellent place to start in terms of horse trading. It's Bond 25, the new one, coming out in 2019. So there have been 24 previous films. And there's also one other, I don't know if it's counted as part of the canon, only because it was not produced by Eon Productions, by Barbara Broccoli, who's the daughter of the original producer. And that was Never Say Never Again, mm-hmm. which brought Sean Connery back into it. And it was basically a reimagining of the Thunderball movie. 
I don't understand the purpose of that except to show an older Bond, more jaded, or something like that. Any case, 25 films, including the next one. Obviously, they keep re-merchandising that every year, but it certainly doesn't bring the kind of money they get from re-merchandising the Beatles, for example. I mean, every so often we have these Bond festivals on TV, and somebody's getting paid for that. But I think it's diminishing returns. After a while, how long can that catalog sustain itself? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a good question. You know, I'd, I'd be curious to find out. I, I'm willing to bet it. I mean, it probably doesn't make Beatles money. I'm not sure anything makes Beatles money, but it probably makes a good chunk, and it'll probably continue to do so. Um, you know, a lot of those movies are just classics. You know, and there's there's a timeless quality to them and and james bond itself is sort of its own genre you know i mean if you're in the mood for a bond movie uh you know you could watch other spy movies but it's not the same thing you know bond is sort of its own little pocket universe there so um you know if they were going to bet a bunch of money on one content property that's that's available for sale that would be a good one and the other aspect of it too is that in future productions you know apple could slip their own products in there you know sony's been doing this uh for years you know bond always uses some sort of sony ericsson phone or something like that well now you know instead bond would be wearing an apple watch and, and an iphone and you don't get much cooler i mean for men uh you know james bond is sort of the the height of style so you know james bond is wearing an apple watch edition i think that would move a lot of apple watches well and also if apple ever does make that car i mean imagine if they introduced the apple car in a james bond movie oh boy that would be enormous i mean you could i mean you almost can't buy that sort of marketing the other thing they could do also if they own a film property is to say this was edited in Final Cut Pro 10. Even if it wasn't going to be edited, they'll make sure it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's definitely a lot of uh, different angles Apple could work here, you know, if they, they own the Bond movies. And and the Bond movies, I don't think they ever had a bomb, have they? I mean, they all make, they all, you know, they're all hits. So, you know, they could definitely invest in wars. And the recent ones, the last ones with Daniel Craig, have been blockbuster levels. Mm-hmm. They've made huge returns, over a billion dollars. I mean, really good. Okay, so we see it's a much more money than it used to be. I guess that could show something, though that wouldn't be the reason. But it hasn't been confirmed. There is one that was in the Wall Street Journal about Apple working with Steven Spielberg on a project. Now, before we go on, remember, what, what has Apple been doing now? Let's remember, they've got Carpool Karaoke which has to be the worst TV show ever produced. I mean, there might be worse, bad ones, you know, even worse than that. But that, you know, is way down there at the bottom. I mean, I guess it's okay as a shtick on a late-night TV show. Yeah. But I don't know. Carpool karaoke. I can't even say it five times fast. All right. So before we talk about what they might be doing with Steven Spielberg, which seems like it might be a deal... Do you disagree before we go on? The car- carpool karaoke sucks. No, the Steven, the Steven Spielberg deal. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I don't know, Spielberg hasn't had a hit in a while, but, uh, uh, you know, they're definitely aiming higher up with that. So, you know, I mean, you know, it's better than, uh, you know, the, the kind of crap they've been releasing so far at Planet of the Apps and Carpool Karaoke. 
And remember here, too, there's another tendency in the part of TV and movie producers when they run out of ideas. You reboot. So, of course, we have the new Star Trek movies where they go into an alternate timeline. Over the years, they've tried to make movies of TV shows in addition to Star Trek. So they did I Spy with Eddie Murphy doing the Bill Cosby part. It was a lousy film. Really, really bad. And forgetting the various and sundry problems that Bill Cosby has now, I Spy was a trend-setting film because it was the first scripted drama with an African-American in one of the lead roles. Just think back in the 1960s how important that was. Forgetting Bill Cosby's problems for a moment. And some of those movies do well, but more often than not, they take the original concept, like the A-Team, I guess that did half decently. And they come up with something where they exaggerate the good stuff that made it work on TV with a low budget. The characters, things that you don't have to worry about in the movies in terms of the budget. They don't add to the budget. Instead, they come up with these overwrought pieces of nonsense, pieces of crap. On TV, they do the same thing, where they'll make a TV version of a movie. So we had Rush Hour as a TV show. Remember that? Vaguely. Yeah, you see, the problem with Rush Hour is it was very much because of two actors, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Not just the concept, it was those two people and the way they relate to one another, and no other actors can duplicate that. We're going to duplicate a lot more things, but this is the Tech Night Out Live. We have Josh Centers, later on Brian Chaffin. We'll be back in a moment with more excitement about Apple being a TV producer. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If you're an unincorporated business owner, it's too late for you. That is, if you've already been sued and lost your home, your car, and your personal life savings. But if you haven't been sued yet, there is still time to incorporate and protect your personal assets. And the first step is just a phone call away. Because Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free incorporation toolkit, call now, 1-800-936-9256. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC. LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. If someone sues tomorrow, will you lose everything? Don't wait until it's too late. Call now for your free incorporation toolkit. Hurry, they're still giving them away for free at 1-800-936-9256. Call 1-800-936-9256. 
That's 1-800-936-9256. With nearly 70 years of history engineering bunkers today, Atlas Survival Shelters is still the authority. Atlas offers 18 different choices from commercial tornado shelters to underground nuclear fallout shelters. Starting at just $99.99 with 100% financing available, comfortable interiors, and state-of-the-art air filtration systems. Atlas Survival Shelters are the most popular private survival shelters in the world. Call 1-855-4-BUNKER-NOW or visit atlassurvivalshelters.com. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Kiss your credit card debt goodbye. I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and myself want to show you how to achieve financial peace, creating an extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Weiss' crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So, as I was saying here, Rush Hour didn't make it on TV because it was about those two people really, really gelling on the screen. In fact, they're talking now about a Rush Hour 4, but it depends on whether Chris Tucker, who doesn't like to work a lot these days, you know, he took the money and ran as opposed to just trying to live a lifestyle if he wants to come back to it. All right. On the other hand, Lethal Weapon has been successful for Fox. Mm-hmm. That's a fun show. It is a fun show. And remember, the original version was with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, who are too old now. Mm-hmm. And they re-energize the concept with younger people. It's still about two actors who have to really get along well on the screen. It's a classic buddy movie. All right? Even before Rush Hour, there was Lethal Weapon, which set the stage. That's doing well. They brought back Hawaii Five O. All right. I think it's in its eighth season now. Hawaii Five O. The original, right? The original dated back to the 1960s. In fact, Jack Lord, who played the Steve McGarrett role in, he was Felix Leiter in he was movies. Yeah, in Doctor No. And one reason why he might not not have come back for the second movie from Russia with Love is because he 
got Hawaii Five-0 on TV, and it was on for a number of years. The key here, by the way, in the Bond movies is that very rarely do you see the Felix Leiter role being played by the same guy for more than two movies. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just look at that. Look at the history. Usually it's a different guy. So in this case, however, that reboot, Hawaii Five-0, worked. All right? Now... We have an anthology series from the 1980s from Steven Spielberg. The preface of that is, this is a sci-fi horror fantasy anthology series. So every week is a brand new, it's like a new play. It's like watching a play on TV with different actors. And we had Twilight Zone and Outer Limits first. So Amazing Stories, which the title comes from a science fiction magazine that started back in the 1920s, Amazing Stories. That was something that brought back the fun of Twilight Zone and Outer Limits, all right? It wasn't original. It was copying the concept, 1980s. So what does Apple want to do with Steven Spielberg? Bring back 10 episodes of Amazing Stories. Now, because it's anthology, the sky's the limit. They can come up with some really, really good shows, and maybe it's worth it to bring back something like that. We don't have that many shows like that anymore. On the other hand, why not something original? Right. I mean, I think that's one of the big uh, one of the big problems in Hollywood right now. Even the the Blade Runner movie that's gotten excellent reviews, and some people even say it's better than the original, has been like the original, a huge bomb at the box office, and I've heard it described as a disaster. You know, I think even if you have quality rehashes, people are just tired of rehashes. It, it might be a little better for Amazing Stories because, as you as you said, it's an anthology. So, I mean, unless they just for some strange reason, remake the original stories. They worked in the 80s. I don't think they work now. I think it could be successful. I mean, the big anthology series these days is Black Mirror, which is which is excellent, but um, it's very heavy. It's very, very heavy. I mean, you watch an episode of Black Mirror, and uh, you're kind of just sitting there wondering what you're doing with your life after you get done. It's, that, it's just that sort of television. So, I mean, I think we could use something that has that Spielbergian optimism uh, to, to a lot of the same themes uh you know it would be nice to have something uh maybe a little more a little more positive in that area you know and that's one of the things twilight zone did really well because you know so, some episodes of the twilight zone left you feeling kind of horrified and some were you know a little more light-hearted you know it seems like um uh the anthology series that have came later that have been successful they've never quite gotten that balance uh, they consistently horrify you or they consistently just sort of amuse you uh usually on on the horror end of things uh so amazing stories was kind of interesting because um it certainly dealt with horror elements but um it was usually it was usually a much more light-hearted show and also the advantage of an anthology is you have brand new characters every week brand new cast and i suppose in theory if one of those episodes really takes off they could use it as a backdoor pilot for a complete series so Uh, it's a way of auditioning a concept heck all the stuff out there think of how many script writers producers actors who have ideas for tv shows and rather than look at those and do something original like for example netflix did with orange is the new black and house of cards and sensate especially and stranger things Mm-hmm. Instead, they'd bring back a 1980s TV show. And that's the kind of thing that you don't need an Apple to redo Amazing Stories. They can go to NBC because NBC Universal is going to be a co-producer. Mm-hmm. So they could bring it back to NBC, I suppose. Why does it have to be with Apple? What is unique about Apple for that? Netflix had shows. 
that were unique. Even when they went into the superhero genre, they were very gritty and realistic, like Daredevil and Luke Cage. See my point? Well, one of the advantages Netflix had was they had a lot of data they collected. And so they knew what people wanted to watch before they watched it. Apple is hesitant to collect data. And so I think you bring up a good point in that with an anthology series, you can try out different ideas. Um, and actually, the original Amazing Stories launched a spinoff, uh, Family Dog, which is a short-lived cartoon. But, I mean, it did launch its own separate thing. It gives them a, a laboratory to try things out and see what people really like. And it also gives them the opportunity to work with a lot of different writers and actors. It's an almost uh, like a a taste buffet sort of deal where, where, you know, they can try a lot of different things out. We'll try working with different people and, uh, and see what works and see what people, people like. So when you look at it from that angle, it, it's probably not the worst idea on Apple's part to, uh, you know, get a feel for content. Yeah. But the thing that kind of bothers me about the whole thing here is that, is it even necessary for Apple to have content? They're doing well with other stuff services, I guess, are doing well. I guess the other possibility here is it will be offered as part of Apple Music and make it Apple Music and Video to separate itself from Spotify, which is still growing by leaps and bounds, although not making money. What they can do is take Apple Music, add the TV shows to that, and say, now it's not just music anymore, which is kind of like what Amazon's doing with Prime. It's not just music. It's now original TV shows. And get more people to subscribe, and that might make it worthwhile. What do you think? Well, there's that. I mean, Apple's definitely interested in that growing services category. Content is very much its own sort of currency. And when you have a company like, say, like Comcast, who you know bought NBC Universal, you know, all these tech companies want to be in content in some way because that is its own currency. You know, you want to license this? Oh, well, what do you have for us? At certain points, your money fails you. You know, for instance, if you want to license Star Wars from Disney, uh, you may you just may not have enough money for that, but you may have some bit of content that they want in exchange. I think uh, it's definitely going to be an important chip to have on the board going forth in the 21st century. Uh, so Apple is smart to look into it. If Apple is really serious about the living room, they need to own the entire thing, all the way from the camera to the TV set. So that means, hey, yeah, make film cameras, make the software you use to edit the movies, distribute the movie, sell a TV set people watch stuff on. Own the entire stack from beginning to end. Let's own this, folks, on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Pro Pure Water Filters. Most trusted, most tested. Right now, you can save 25% on the ProPure Nomad Gravity System. Visit an authorized ProPure dealer for details. That's P-R-O-P-U-R. KDArmor.com is your one-stop shop for the highest quality body armor, period. Why would you go anywhere else? Go to KDArmor.com and get your body armor today while you still can. Go to KDArmor.com. That's C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Hello, Mr. Anderson. 
The NSA has noticed how much time you spend on conservative news sites. We have no choice but to consider you a domestic terrorist. Tired of your internet activity being monitored by Big Brother? Get VirtualShield.com, the world's easiest to use virtual private network. Browse the web anonymously, leaving pesky advertisers and spies in the dust. Get started today at VirtualShield.com. Take advantage of our free 30-day trial. VirtualShield.com. You have the right to remain private. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. Individual. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-610-7740. That's 800-610-7740. 800-610-7740. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. We're talking about Apple's 
TV programming initiative. On the Tech Night Out Live with Josh Centers of Tidbits, a reminder, the best way for you to support the Tech Night Out Live is to subscribe to Tech Night Out Plus. Go to plus.technightout.com for more information and simple sign-up instructions. They are simple. You know, lots of things to look at, but the instructions are simple. Just click a few things and make your subscription, and there you go. So, originally, I suppose it was rumored that Apple was going to have a TV subscription service, something like Sling TV and Direct TV Now and PlayStation View, or even you, what YouTube is doing, where you subscribe and get a small bundle of channels with a few options. And maybe there'd be some Apple variations, like, for example, maybe you'd have DVR capabilities cloud-based. And that never, never came to pass. And I guess there were rumors that Apple's demands on the TV networks a little too stringent. Who knows? So now instead of doing a bunch of things, which I think was ridiculous because you already have services like that, they're going into original programming. And I guess that's commendable. We'll see what the product is. The problem with that is that each one of these things may require a different subscription. So Apple may expect you to be a member of Apple Music or Apple Music and video or whatever. There's a way to sell that. And now you have Amazon has some good shows, Man in the High Castle and others. Netflix we know about. Hulu is going to originate programming. We have CBS All Access if you want Star Trek Discovery. And the whole point of cord cutting was to pay less money. You know, maybe you get an antenna and get over-the-air TV, and they have DVRs for that, by the way, and you subscribe to Netflix, or maybe you have iTunes, and now you're saving, you know, 75 to $100 a month. And now you're being nickel and dimed to death. Do you feel that way with all these services, Josh? Yeah, totally. And uh, I, my response has largely been, I, I've just stopped watching, I, you know, for, for a number of different reasons. You know, one of those, I, I find a lot of people in the entertainment industry, I just find their conduct disgusting. Uh, I don't really want to go into all that. I mean, anyone following the news right now probably has a good idea. But yeah, I get sick and tired of the, the nickel and diming. Um, and even Apple does a certain degree of that. You know, this new Apple TV 4K is just ridiculously expensive in its class. I subscribe to Netflix. I still have a subscription to HBO, but, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll keep those. HBO, I don't really care about outside of how, um, Game of Thrones. And Netflix, I keep around because my kid watches some of this stuff on it. Uh, I, I don't really watch my cable anymore. I'm probably going to cancel that soon. You know, I, I've just found other ways to entertain myself. I mean, I still enjoy writing about the technology end of entertainment. Um, I'm actually working on an article now about this new Movies Anywhere uh, initiative from Hollywood, which, you know, I think is pretty cool. You'll have sure. to explain what Movies Anywhere means in a moment, but continue. Okay. So, I mean, you know, that's that's basically my response. I've just stopped watching you know, and, and the, the big selling factor of Netflix is that eight, eight bucks a month, you get, to, you get access to all this stuff. Well, now every company who is providing Netflix with content is taking their ball and creating their own streaming service. Like Disney's going to do that. And meanwhile, Netflix gets more and more expensive. So it doesn't have the stuff I want to watch. And then I'm going to have to subscribe to like five or six different things to watch. You know, I, I don't care. You know, I, just, I don't care about this stuff that much. And I'm not going to spend every penny I earn, ironically, writing about this stuff. I'm not going to spend every penny I earn, you know, just giving it to these uh, people who are probably going to turn around and do horrible things. So, you know, I just don't watch it. I read. (laughs) I work. (laughs) 
Well, you know, I kind of abstract myself from the bad behavior of certain executives because I think Hollywood has been doing that for a long time and they're going to learn. And I think the publicity will help them learn. And of course, we have that Amazon executives. But in terms of looking at the content, right now I'm sitting there with a very basic cable package. And then I have Netflix. And as you say, Netflix pricing just went up again. And I'm thinking, I have shows I don't have time to watch. Now with Netflix, the scheme is you can actually suspend the service for a while. You know, for a few months, say you're going to be on vacation, you can suspend the service for a few months. And the smart thing to do is just binge watch what you want for a couple of months, then suspend the service. That's the way out of it. Now, unfortunately, with CBS All Access, Star Trek Discovery is being released weekly. It's not all available yet. I assume that when it is, you'll be able to subscribe for a couple of weeks and watch them all and then cancel. They give you a one-week freebie, by the way, to try the service the first time. I don't know. That's the way around this. But I can see where you can't just subscribe to a service for one show. I mean, all the other CBS shows except for the Good Wife spinoff are available on the network. Cable and satellite services offer on-demand, so you can get older episodes. There's no reason, I think, to have a CBS All Access is not enough there. Netflix, you know, there's a reasonable amount of content right now. So I can see the justification for that. But I'm concerned here about the pricing because as they spend more and more money for these services, you're going to pay for it in the end because your price will go up. Who's going to have time? I've got shows on my DVR. I don't know when I'm going to watch them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no one has time for all this stuff they're churning out. At least no one with a life. I mean, if you don't have a life, then, you know, congrats to you. That, that used to be me. But, you know, I, I got kids. I have chickens. I got a farm to take care of. I got I got books to write. So, you know, I just I don't have time to watch any of it. You have a life. Well, you know, congratulations. <laughs> I, I don't have a life, and we don't want to get into all the ways. It's just too complicated. But the point being here is that this is something here where you're going to reach a saturation point with streaming services and fewer and fewer people are going to sign up. And then maybe the streaming services will say, well, maybe we need to reach a wider audience. Let's make a deal with the cable and satellite providers. So while these companies like DirecTV are shedding subscribers now, that may change when the a la carte version becomes too expensive for people and people want simplicity in their lives, not to get a streaming box and have to choose from among 18 different apps to watch what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just a big mess. And well, no, we're, we're going to end up with uh, people bundling this stuff. Maybe that's Apple's uh, opportunity, but they can they can bundle Hulu and Netflix and whatever, and hey, they, they can be the new cable. <laughs> yeah, what goes around comes around. Remember, cable TV in the early days was not original programming. It was a way to receive decent reception from your local stations if your local stations were 100 miles away. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I once lived years ago in a little town called Wyndham, Minnesota. Population maybe 5,000. And Sears was the big store in town. It shows you how many years ago this was. So, where did we get our TV? From Minneapolis, St. Paul. But what is that, 100 miles away? I forget the distance. I'll look it up. And somebody will write to me and say, I've got it all wrong. But in order to do that, we had to subscribe to a cable service where they had the community antenna antenna 
TV, the CATV, where they had one installation, a head end, with a large set of antennas, array of antennas and satellites, to pick up the stations and feed them by cable to individual homes. Because you had no choice. You were too far away to get decent reception. That's what happened. And then I think in the 70s, the FCC mandated that cable outlets originate programming. And I did some TV work in the 70s as host of a talk show in response to that. And then you had networks forming on cable owned by the big TV networks, and they'd often show repeat fare. And then I guess in the late 1990s and early 2000s, other than, of course, premium channels, which were always, you know, movies just off the theaters or some original content, you had brand new shows like Monk on USA Network. And they say, you know, this is doing well. We'll also have the repeat still with one or two original shows. More to come as we revitalize television with Josh Centers on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Concur does what might seem impossible for your business. It makes employees happy and finance happy. How? Well, employees love automated expense reports and invoices they can submit and approve from anywhere. And finance loves that they have full visibility into employee spend. Plus, Concur integrates with leading finance systems. Concur makes the process better for everyone. Concur. Expense. Travel. Invoice. Learn more at Concur.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. 
It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Kiyosaki, Rogers, and Schiff all concur there's an economic calamity that will be facing this country. My question to you is, do you know when and are you prepared? Most people don't, but my friends over at Republic Monetary Exchange have been leading experts in precious metals to help you offset the coming economic collapse. Right now, for a limited time, they have a free book called The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. You simply need to give them a call at 888-772-2929 to get that in your hands. Do not allow the insiders to do what they did to you in 2008, putting your IRAs, 401ks, and savings in jeopardy. You need this book, and you need it now. The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. Call 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. There's a reason that the largest investment banking company in the world, J.P. Morgan, just purchased another 50 million ounces of silver. This free book will explain it. 888-772-2929. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So now, of course, we have the situation with cable, two or three hundred stations and nothing to watch, and they're trying the separates, and I think it'll go back full circle. I think five years, you're going to see something happen. It's going to have to reach critical mass. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to go in a different direction. I I see a lot of people increasingly disengaging themselves. And maybe this is my you know little hillbilly neck of the woods. I see a lot of people increasingly disengaging themselves from mainstream entertainment. I see a lot more people going to... Uh, channels like YouTube uh, and watching, uh, you know, stuff from other individuals instead of, uh, you know, big corporate entertainment. I mean, I don't think that stuff's going to go away. Don't get me wrong. I don't have some uh, pie in the sky, Cory Doctor kind of dream of, uh, you know, everyone just creating content for each other. I mean, but at least in this country, it seems like fewer people go to the movies, uh, maybe a lot fewer people now after all this ugliness about Hollywood's been exposed um, you know, uh, I, I know a lot of people, a lot fewer people watching sports now. It, it just seems like it's sort of the whole center is just sort of collapsing for a lot of different reasons. And, uh, you know, people don't have the money they used to. And, and these companies have gotten greedier and greedier about what they want every month for you to watch it. And, you know, at what point do people say, y- you know, this, uh, this just ain't worth it. This is worth it. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Um, 
you know, the cord cutting, you know, thing was a nice dream, but you know, and I, I'll include myself in this. I think anyone who thought that they would end up paying less with this was naive because I mean, if you're running a, a company, you're not trying to think about how you make less money. You think about how you make more money. And this is ultimately how, how they're going to try to do it. They're going to split all these things off and do a, uh, you know, different uh, streaming services and try to, you know, milk you for every penny they can. And, uh, you, you know, it's, it's going to be a market decision. Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you do have a point. I don't think any, any one of these micro streaming services is going to succeed because I don't see someone paying 10 bucks a month just to watch Disney. I mean, and they'll probably do a lot better than a lot of places. I mean, people with kids might pay that, but they're all going to get, you know, smaller pieces of pie than what, Netflix has been getting so I think a lot of people are just going to reject the whole thing entirely and then the entertainment industry as a whole is going to have to figure out how they're going to respond to that I think bundle it all over again this is the argument that cord cutting has its downsides because things just get too complicated so they'll go back to simplicity but this time of course the cable and satellite companies are going to have to revise their pricing models to do things in a different way to allow for that. We'll have to see what happens. And I'm not going to make any predictions other than it's going to blow up in five years, within five years. And they may have to go back to the way it was with a modified method or go back to the way it was and then it will explode 10 years from now. You know, back and forth. What goes around comes around like rebooting TV shows and movies. The same thing. Just try it again. I don't know. Now, about the Apple TV 4K. I've been trying to work with Apple to get a review sample. They're being very stingy about it. Other than the 4K, it doesn't offer much. Have you played with one? Nope. And that's kind of been my verdict on it. 4K, HDR, and that's about it. I mean, there's nothing different software-wise. There's no... I mean, that might that probably will change in the future when Apple realizes no one's really buying these things. I mean, and I have a booked up, I have an Apple TV booked update, and Joe Kissel, my publisher, asked me, "Hey, you're going to buy one of these?" I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't see any reason to. If I buy anything, I'm going to buy a uh, Amazon Fire TV, one of the new ones. Um, but even then, I'm not going to get the full benefit of it because my TV is 4K HDR on the screen, but H, but the HDMI ports are too old. They're 2.0. They're not 2.0A, which is the minimum to carry an HDR signal." And the screen, honestly, I mean, at 55 inches, you know, it's a nice screen, but it's not really big enough to be a lot of difference with 4K versus 1080p. So I'm mostly getting it for, uh, you know, tech testing. And also you can sideload stuff on the Fire TV and run all kinds of interesting little uh, little hack projects on it. That's really why I'm probably going to buy one of those. Um, but, and, and I've, I've told a lot of people, you know, I mean, look carefully and study up on this stuff the apple tv 4k probably is not worth the money for you just and especially with this new movies anywhere service uh a lot of your movies you know are, aren't trapped in itunes unless you just want them to be because it movies anywhere encompasses the five major studios so you sign up for this thing you sign into your itunes you sign into your amazon you sign into your google and uh i think voodoo is another one microsoft used to be part of it when it was just disney movies anywhere but um disney's I'm sorry, uh, Microsoft's dropped out of it. So it's the five major studios. It's, I see Disney, Warner, Sony, Fox, and another one. And so anyway, long story short, you sign to one, you sign to iTunes, and all those movies get 
quote unquote purchased in Amazon. So you own you own those movies in Amazon, and you own those movies in Google, which you can also watch through YouTube. So uh, all your movies, you know, from the major studios, the indies won't sink. But you know, that's most of your movie collection. So I'm going to tell you right now, if if you've been thinking about, and, and this is coming from the guy who would really like you to buy the Apple TV book, but if you're wanting to get away from the iTunes video ecosystem, now is a great time because you can sign up for uh, movies anywhere, and uh, you can you can takes you all about five minutes if that, and your movies will be available on Amazon, on Google, um, on Vudu, and you can pick you up a, a Fire TV or whatever Google or like a Chromecast or whatever, and you have access to almost all your movies and uh, it's pretty awesome. And it's how things should be. It, you know, you should just buy a movie and just have it available everywhere and you shouldn't have to rebuy it every couple of years. Now, according to this particular note, I saw from movies anywhere.com, the welcome page, get up to five movies on us. Free you movies, connect one retailer, you get two movies, only one of which I want to see. They're showing you five movies. Connect a second retailer, which I guess would be you connect iTunes and then Vudu or iTunes and Google Play or whatever. And then you get three more movies, one of which I would like to see. So I get two movies out of five. Yeah, but, it's on, are, you know, but it's on them, so who cares? Yeah, these are decent movies. It's uh, Disney's Big Hero 6, the Lego movie, Jason Bourne, Ice Age, and uh, the Ghostbusters reboot. I mean, that's not bad for free. That's yeah, you know, that's probably about a good hundred dollars worth of movies, and three of them. You know, if you have kids, those are three classic kids movies. So you know, pretty good deal. And almost all of my, I mean, I could probably list on one hand the movies that did not sink over, and it was all like little independent documentaries and uh, like a Medea movie and stuff like that. But you know, most of you know my major movies are here. Um, you know, so and, and with the price difference between a seventy dollar Fire TV and a hundred eighty dollar Apple TV, even if I did had to re, had to rebuy two or three movies at ten bucks a piece, I still come out ahead. So you know, and I hate to be so cynical about the Apple TV because I've loved the Apple TV for so long, but it's just too dang expensive, and you're not going to get a ton of benefit out of it. You can buy this new Fire TV. Um, and you agree HDR, you get 4K if your TV supports it. But, you know, more importantly, you're not going to spend a small fortune on the dang thing. There's another interesting thing about Movies Anywhere is they don't seem to count whether you bought the iTunes. If you bought them in iTunes, it doesn't seem to count whether you bought them uh, in SD or HD. So you get the HD copy. And I guess presumably you get access to the 4K one for uh, for same price or, you know, for the cost of purchase uh, whenever they get around to doing that. So, you know, pretty cool. Oh, you can also watch all your movies in the, in the browser now. You can go to moviesanywhere.com, log in, and all your movies are right there. You can watch them right in the browser. Just to let our listeners know, and to repeat this, Vizio has agreed to send me a 55-inch 2017 M-series. I have cool. it in the living room. Isn't that cool? They yeah. got some new awesome. reviewers program and... So we're happy to have the set and tell people what we think about it. Now, getting it, though, was a little weird. I mentioned this in the show before, Josh, and that is they sent it by UPS. And my wife was home when the UPS man came or the UPS woman or whatever. And she didn't answer the door. She was otherwise occupied. She didn't hear it. So we have an open patio our first floor apartment. So what does UPS do with an $800 TV set? They leave it on the patio. 
And I didn't realize they did that because I got another package left right at the front door and I brought it in. And then I get a note the next day from Vizio, their PR agency, we sent the set out to you. And I said, oh, that's good. And I look it up and it's delivered yesterday. I didn't get it, did I? Because I didn't look on the patio. You understand? So I wrote a frantic letter. I called UPS. And then I thought, you know what? No, they couldn't have done that. They could not have been that stupid. But what did UPS do? They'll never advertise with us after this. You probably can guess. More to come with Josh Sanders and the Tech Night Now Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So what did they do? What did they do? Okay, what they did was to leave it on the open patio, the TV set. Good thing it didn't rain. While we were doing this show, someone tried to pull me into a scam. Now, this is a very common scam that people have. They get a call. We're technical support, or we are Windows technical support, or we are Microsoft technical support, and we're calling about your computer. And my response will be, of course... What computer? Who are you calling? 
of course, you upset their programming quite a bit there. All right. I, I just stopped answering the phone. I just don't answer the phone anymore. I have more fun this way. <laughs> I have much more fun this way. And the reason I have more fun is because I like to upset their programming. Yeah, but now uh, the programming is going to get smarter. But I think here, too, I worry about people who fall for these scams. Number one is, why do you think somebody is going to be able to know what kind of computer you have or guess? And of course, they assume Windows even. When I tell them only idiots use Windows, I use a Mac. I'm not saying that idiots use Windows. I'm telling you what I do on these phone calls. I said, I use a Mac and they will flip out. Or some of them, by the way, will you know, do the Mac thing too. And the reason they do this is because they believe that most people aren't going to pay attention. And if they get you, what they'll do is they'll take over your computer and maybe charge you three or $400 to do some non-existent maintenance on it. And that's how they make their money. Or they'll hack your computer or something. You've had this, you say. I haven't gotten a call like that, but I've, I've gotten one of the calls where they, they tricked me into saying yes to something, which is apparently another scam. So I immediately hung up, and, and, and now I'm going to have to keep an eye on uh, my stuff to make sure no one's uh, doing anything illicit in my name. So, I mean, it's it's really easy to get uh, get fooled by these things. So I just I just stopped answering the phone. Well, and the, other thing, the other thing that's really ticking me off um, is they're spoofing. They're spoofing numbers, and so it used to be I didn't I didn't answer any call from from uh, you know outside area codes. Well, when they caught into that, they started spoofing numbers, and now they just steal people's phone numbers. And so you know I'll think it's like a, one of the local businesses I deal with calling me. No, it's it's some spam thing. And you try to call that number back, and you get some random person's house. And one day I, I started getting these nasty text messages from someone saying stop. And you know, I was just kind of be a smart aleck bag. I was like, go. And, and, you know, we, we traded some insults and vulgarities back and forth for all until what we realized what had happened was someone was spoofing my number. And then they're, they're junk, they're like crank calling or junk calling or scam calling, whatever you call this, people with my phone number. And so, I mean, and there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do about it. The government won't do anything about it. Nobody's going to do anything about it. So well, I tell everybody, this is why I've stopped. I've just stopped answering the phone. And so you should stop answering the phone too, unless you know specifically the person calling you like it's your mother or something don't answer the phone for anybody you know if they want to get a hold of you you got email you got text message you got you know whatever um facebook messenger whatsapp i don't know wherever you use smoke signals just don't answer the phone don't answer the phone because because it's totally compromised it's totally violated and no one's going to fix it so yeah just uh you know, only answer calls from people you 100% know. And even then, I won't be surprised if they started spoofing calls from uh, people in your in your contacts uh, at some point. So, you know, enjoy that while it lasts. <laughs> now, understand the U.S., we have something called the Do Not Call Registry. And you could register for it. The problem is that some of these unscrupulous companies don't care. You see, in theory, a reputable telemarketing company can be fined for each call they make to somebody on that list. And they actually have to buy the list and spend a lot of money. I don't know how well it's enforced, but that's one of the ways you can maybe minimize this. AT&T and some other people also offer ways to block unwanted calls. That's another way. But what they do, as Josh was saying here, is when they make these phone calls, they'll spoof a caller ID, so it sounds like something familiar. 
that's against the law, okay? Even if they're collecting money that they think you owe them, it's against the law to spoof a caller ID. You can't do that. If you catch them doing it, they're breaking the law, and it doesn't matter anything else they might have to say. Get them on that. Anyway, that's enough of that stuff. I want to get back to this. So anyway, I'm not sure 100% how it's going to work, but I am now an authorized member of Movies Anywhere. And I have five movies already. And I connected Amazon and iTunes to it. There you go. So I've got to see how this thing works. But maybe we'll bring them on and talk to them about it Because how do they monetize this? Do they get a piece of the action when they connect you? What do you think? I, I, I don't think they make anything. I think it's really what they do is they take the power away uh, probably specifically from Apple, but they take the power away from from all these different platforms that want to lock you in. And, and Apple's probably the biggest of the lot. But um, you know, a, a, any company you know running this di- one of these digital download things, uh, Google, Amazon, whatever, they want they want to lock you into their ecosystem. And so this is Hollywood's way of you know this is the studio's way of taking that back. And so they take back ownership. And so. You're not locked into like Apple TV, Fire TV, whatever. You can you can pick and choose more or less as you wish. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to praise Hollywood Studios very often, but this is a very good thing. And they've tried to do this for years because, um, you know, listeners may remember the ultraviolet thing, which was just a total disaster. Um, and the whole idea was that you would buy a movie and you would register it with this ultraviolet thing and you could play it back through an app, but it never worked well. In fact... I never got to work at all. I tried it for several different movies. Um, and then they started, the worst part was they started replacing iTunes codes with ultraviolet codes. And I can never get the ultraviolet code to work. And and even if you had like an app, like you, there was iPhone apps that would play ultraviolet stuff, at least in theory, I never got to work. But then there wouldn't be anything on, say, like the Apple TV that would play ultraviolet stuff. Um, it was just a, it was just a disaster. And so this is what they needed to do from the start. So now you have a centralized lockbox that, and it authorizes these purchases with uh, all the popular services, except Microsoft. Microsoft stupidly backed out of this thing before um, they expanded it like this. So, um, but you know, if you use any of the, the ones normal people use, like Amazon, uh, iTunes, and uh, Google, and Vudu, then uh, you're good. And and if you sign up now, and uh, by the time you hear this, hopefully there's a tidbits article up about it. You sign up now, you get free movies for it. So uh, it's, you know, I, I think the big thing, though, they get reading through the terms and conditions, it seems like they, they, they will uh, analyze the data. They'll figure out what you're watching. Um, so I guess that's the one thing you're giving up is a slight bit of privacy. But, you know, I'm paranoid about that stuff. But that's a, it's a very limited sort of thing. So I'm okay. I'm okay with giving them, the, like, okay, you want to know if I'm watching Jurassic Park? You want to know my kid watches Jurassic Park 50 times a day? That's fine. I don't really care. Make more movies like that. <laughs> Make quality movies, and and maybe we'll come see them. Um, so that's basically the gist of it. That, but you know, there's not unless you're just super paranoid, which uh, you know, then in which case you wouldn't be watching these sort these streaming things anyway. So yeah, that's that's the ins and outs of it. You know, speaking back to the Vizio, which turned up, of course, on the patio, and it's not been hooked up yet, but it will be shortly. They give you Chromecast built into the TV set. All right? Google Chromecast. Yeah. And Google Chromecast has Amazon Instant Video and 
Netflix. If you don't want iTunes, you now have how many sets does Vizio sell in the U.S. every year? Hundreds of thousands, millions? Yeah, These I are mean, people I'm- who don't need to buy an Apple TV unless they want to be including Apple's iTunes. If they have other services, they're now taking away hundreds of thousands or millions of potential customers because it's built into the box. How about yeah, that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's that's been happening for a while. I mean, even I mean, sure. even outside of Chromecast, I mean, every TV is a smart TV, and they all ship with that Amazon app. And you know, Amazon, when it comes to the the speaker stuff, when it comes to the TV stuff, Amazon has just totally demolished Apple in this regard. I mean, if this were like an MMA, a UFC MMA fight, the the referee would have had to have stopped it a long time ago. Let's break. We got more to come. Right. One more segment with Josh Centers. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. 99 bucks for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. In an emergency, you need a fire now. But what if the wood is wet? No problem for InstaFire. Our non-toxic fire starter packs lights wet wood, floats, and can even burn on water or in any weather. Sustains winds up to 30 miles per hour, and each pouch weighs only 1.75 ounces. Need an emergency or camp stove? Get the InstaFire Inferno stove that boils 20 ounces of water in under 3 minutes with controllable heat and temps from 425 to 1500 degrees. Free shipping. Go to InstaFire.com and use discount code RADIO30 at the 3 times for 30% off your order. InstaFire. Fire in an instant. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative 
to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Are you living your passion? Are you pumped to go to work because you get to talk about or work with or do the things that interest you the most? Is working, playing, and relaxing one and the same? As long as you're working for someone else, you'll never be living entirely true to yourself and your passion. I'm Pharmacist Keith. Let me show you how you can work around your current schedule, create the extra income so you can live your passion. Visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Now, one thing to bear in mind, though, about... Amazon demolishing Apple, whatever. With the Echo, they've only sold since 2014 about half as many units as Apple sold Apple Watches, based on estimates. So it gets a lot of buzz, but not a huge amount of people are buying those Echo devices. And we don't know how many people are buying the Fire TVs. Right. I mean, you know, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's definitely not, you know, the, the market share of a smartphone. But I mean, and, and here's the thing. I mean, the smartphone and then later the tablet was kind of like the big stuff, right? The big PC level revolution. And we probably won't see another thing like that for another, I don't know, probably 20 years, 10, 20 years at this point. Everyone's going after the niche stuff, you know, like uh, smartwatches, smart speakers, uh, home automation, things like that. Things that are, are just are never going to be as popular as a smartphone. Um, but that's where you're, you're going to get your future growth from, um, at least until the next big thing breaks. And the next big thing will probably be built on the foundations we're laying now. I mean, just, you know, there's a, a we're starting to see a lot of potential uh, with the voice stuff, even though that's still a long way away from being the primary way you compute. But, you know, even in, in these, you know, little small outgrowths, uh, Amazon, I think, is dominating. And uh, Google definitely is is making a good showing. Apple's just kind of hopelessly behind. But, you know, but then they make all the smartphone money. Although uh, I just read on uh, one of these news sites that AT&T is saying they saw one million fewer iPhone 8 orders than for the iPhone 7. So, uh, you know, who knows how much longer people are going to start just going to keep just pouring money into smartphones or maybe people are waiting for the iphone x iphone 10 whatever you want however you want to call it you know but maybe apple's made a mistake because i mean how many people even remember the iphone 10 at this point the all you know the iphone 8 came out and they thought oh well i'll just wait for the next one and this and that comes out and people have kind of forgotten all the hype you know from a presentation that was out what two months ago so uh yeah we'll see <laughs> well apple is certainly going to spend a lot of money Promoting the iPhone 10. As soon as it's nearly available for order, 
They're going to be blanketing the airwaves. And it does seem to me that a lot of people have been holding off for the iPhone 10. Now, I don't know about these alleged production problems. You can't tell from rumors whether such things are happening, partly because every year with every new Apple product, there are production problems. Oh, this can't be done and that can't be done and that kind of thing. Yeah, well, and, you know, I've heard rumor that they can only make 10000 a day. I don't know how true that is, but I mean, given Apple's production problems in the past, it seems in the realm of likely. So what's going to happen if you have a million people who have held off on buying an iPhone 8? They won't sell for an iPhone 8. They want, they want the latest and greatest, which is going to be iPhone 10, and they won't be able to buy one. You know, what's that going to do for Apple? And, you know, I'm on the iPhone upgrade program, so I'm already making a gamble you know, because it's every 12 months. So my 12 months has expired. If I would gotten the iPhone 8 day one, I would have been good, uh, you know, for whenever the next thing comes out. But now i got to wait an extra month and try to get the iPhone 10. And what if I don't get one? Do I keep paying for the iPhone 7 or do I sell for the iPhone 8? Or do I wait a few more months for the iPhone 10? And then when the next 12 months rolls around, I'm not going to be eligible to get the next iPhone. Just going to delay the cycle a month or two, that's all. So say your deal expires in September and you can upgrade in September, but you wait a month or two, still paying that monthly fee. You then order a new phone in November. Now, I would have to ask that. Does that credit towards your next phone? No, it will be a year from November to get your 2018 iPhone. So what happens here is by delaying your decision one or two months from your anniversary date, I think from then on, it's always going to be a month or two later, isn't it? Right. Or what you can do is buy out the phone, get it unlocked, which they have to do, I think, if you no longer are paying for it. If you own it, you get it unlocked and sell it and start over. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's mostly that's not really what I well, you know, what I got the iPhone upgrade program for. And see, why if I'm, why if I'm not able to get one until January? Then we have to start waiting until January of every year. I know this is the ultimate first world problem, but you know this is what I do for a living. So you know this is this is my profession here. So I uh, you know I do take this stuff seriously. Most people don't have this problem. Most people, oh, you got to wait a month or two. Whoop de doo. But you know if you're like me, and you know people are looking at you to explain this stuff to them, and hey, how does that thing work? Oh, well, I can't get it for another two or three months. And you know, maybe Apple with their program, they'll just be like, "Look, we'll just reset it early for you. You can just get the new one." Hopefully, they'll do something like that. Usually, what I'm hoping for the, the people running the iPhone upgrade program do something reasonable, like uh, let you trade in without visiting an Apple store. They usually do it. So I'm I'm being I'm going to be kind of optimistic here. I suppose you can ask your wireless carrier. You can say, "Look, I'm entitled to upgrade after 12 months, but." If the model I want isn't available and I pay for another two months, does that go on the new contract? What? How do we deal with that? How do we reflect that delay? Because I want to be able to renew every year, but I don't want each year to get later and later in the year where suddenly I'll be renewing in August. My guess is the the carrier won't help you because they're not incentivized to help you buy phones. They just want to say service and they just want to end up not having to pay for the phone themselves. You know, but they may be forced to if, if Apple pushes the issue. So, I mean, really the ball's in Apple's court here. Say, theoretically, a bunch of iPhone upgrade program people don't get the iPhone X10, whatever, until January. And then they roll out the iPhone, I don't know, what would it be, the 9, the 11, or the 9, the XI? I don't know. But let's say they roll those out in September, October next year. You know, if Apple lets those people upgrade 
two months early just for being loyal Apple people and they want them to have it be on the latest thing. Maybe the carriers will be forced to follow suit. I don't know. We're, we're entering into a lot of uncharted territory here. So I, I will give Apple some, some credit and salute them ever so slightly for taking a very risky strategy because this is a very risky thing. This is a big change in how they sell iPhones. They skipped the S model. They skipped the whole TikTok thing. Well, they kind of created a new TikTok, right? So now you got, you know, this year's thing and the next year's thing. So, you know, and will people settle for iPhone 8 or will they insist on iPhone 10 or no iPhone at all? Apple could lose a lot of sales this year. Well, you see also there's a published report that an industry analyst is quoted as saying that Apple's going to move everything to Face ID with the 2018 models. So what is today the iPhone 10 may filter down to the iPhone 8S next year. This is a one-time only product and next year it will filter down, and then maybe where the iPhone 10 Series 2 will have new technologies that are not part of it. So what you see in this year's iPhone 10 becomes next year's mainstream iPhone, and then that keeps happening every year. I don't know. You have to look at where can the iPhone 8S, if there's an 8S, be? Does it get Face ID because Apple sees it being successful in the iPhone 10 and reasonably reliable? Does it get the OLED display because they're cheaper? Does Apple move to micro LED technology, which is something they're also working on. Who knows? Josh, where can we find more of your stuff? My articles are always on tidbits.com and you can buy my books to take control books.com. And you can follow my various rantings and ravings on Twitter at J centers, J C E N T E R S. Josh centers. Thanks for joining us on the tech night out live. Thanks for having me, Gene. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com. Virtual care anywhere. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? 
See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Calben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250 A, C250 E, C250 Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-972-6540. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-972-6540. That's 1-800-972-6540. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer is here for some fun and games and excitement. In fact, the excitement is so intense, I can hardly keep control of it. I was talking before to Josh Centers of Tidbits about this, and I'll mention it to you. Vizio sent me this TV set to review, one of their M-series 4K sets, 55 inches. And the UPS guy brings it to my house, and I'm not there. My wife's home, but she didn't hear the doorbell ring. He has two packages. One he leaves at the front door. He's got a 55-inch TV set, which in the box is humongous. You've seen 55 TV set boxes. And I didn't even know the set had been delivered because I picked up the small box with something from Amazon, closed the door. The next day, I get an email from Vizio's PR agency. Hey, the set was sent. Here's your UPS notice. It was delivered the previous day. Where is it? And finally, it turns out I live in an apartment with a first-floor patio where the patio is open. I mean, the door is locked. If they want to sit out there, they can sit out there all day, I guess. 
and the place is gated and guarded and everything else. Wasn't a big deal. So I'm sitting there and I'm wondering, where's my set? Where's my set? And it ended up, they left the TV on the patio, the open patio. Just dropped it there. Left the box there. I don't know, is that lame or stupid? What do you think? I, I think it was nice of them to put the big expensive thing on the back porch instead of on the front porch. But nice if they had left you a note. And the thing that's even worse is anybody can walk over there and take it. I mean, it's a little, it's a little awkward to t- pick up, but somebody could do it. And I had the PR guy from Vizio, Mike, he was kind of freaking out. And then I said, you know what? They left it on the patio and I found this set and we're cool. And there was the biggest sigh of relief in that letter. <laughs> but come on. Get a signature. You know, the world won't end if I had to call them to bring it the next day. Yeah, that's true. I'm actually shocked that the uh, PR agency didn't require a signature. Is this the is this the uh, the the Gene complains about things show? No, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> okay, but the, I think the other topic we talked about there was what's the good of the new Apple TV 4K other than 4K? Have you played with one? Yeah, I've I've got one. Uh, just uh, set it up um, night before last, as a matter of fact. Um, the the biggest thing about it is that it supports 4K video. So if you don't have a 4K TV, there's not a lot there for you. Although um, Amazon's uh, Amazon Prime Video is is, is going to be coming to it too. Now there's also a new site called Movies Anywhere that kind of links. All your connected services like Voodoo and Google and Amazon and iTunes. Yeah, um, this is an expansion of Disney Movies Anywhere that launched a few years ago where you could buy from from a, a Disney movie from the Disney Movies Anywhere uh, store and, and it would be in your iTunes library. And Disney has now... Uh, the, the, it, it's, it, they launched this new thing as a separate service. So you'll actually have to create a new account. But what they're doing is they've got five studios on board counting themselves. It's Disney, Sony, Warner Brothers, uh, Universal, and 20th Century Fox. And if you buy eligible movies, and I think there's 7,300 eligible movies at launch, from the stores that you mentioned, Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Vudu, and of course still Movies Anywhere, then that those movies will be available in the libraries of all five of those platforms if you connect your accounts to Movies Anywhere. They give you five movies to sign up and link two of your stores. Yeah. Okay. Now, they're not the greatest movies in the world, but I've got three of them in iTunes, and I guess when I go to Amazon, which I haven't done yet, I'll find a couple of those there. And I guess that's okay. The thing oh, I'm no, 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 no. What the, the the way it does it? If you so if you if you sign up one of you one of these stores, two movies anywhere, you'll get two free movies. Right, but if you, you sign up two, you get five. Totally. You get five, yeah, and and the, but they'll be available in all of the stores for you. All of the platforms. You could watch them through Amazon. You could watch them through iTunes. You could watch them through Vudu. And you could watch them through Google Play. And you could watch them through Movies Anywhere. 
Well, maybe that's the theory, but I'm looking here in iTunes, and I only see one, two. I only see two of them. Okay? I, I picked five, or they gave me five because of the deal. I added Amazon, I added iTunes, but I only see two of them in iTunes. Huh. I got all five. You did? Well, let me look here at Amazon, and I'll log into Amazon and see where where is my... I don't even know. I never use the service. But I have to see where my where my movies are. Okay. Prime member. Unlimited streaming of movies anywhere. Prime video. Okay, let's take a look at Prime video and see what I have. Recommended movies. Where's my library? Okay. Oh, your videos. Okay. Included with Prime. Oh, these are movies that are free. Your videos. But I'm trying to see whether I have yeah, movies that I, I just... Should, I none of this makes... You. This doesn't make sense to me. I can't isolate. I, I fib to you because uh, I don't have all the movies. I only have a couple on iTunes. So, yeah, apparently they still have some bugs to, 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 to work out. Okay, here we go. The first movie comes up, 13 Hours, The Secret, whatever, of Benghazi. Here we go. The Secret, Soldiers of Benghazi. And that's the first movie that came up when I looked at Amazon. I've never looked at the Amazon video before. You know why? I don't have the Amazon app yet for iTunes, for Apple TV. I don't know if it's going to be in the older Apple TV. I don't have the new ones. So I don't. Now, the Vizio includes Google Chromecast. So I have to see what it brings up when I first hook up the set and log in. Yeah, Chromecast is one of the devices that, uh, that is supported in this. Right. Google Chromecast. Hmm. Now, that's the thing I also wonder about here with these particular streamers. If I come buy a TV set, a smart TV that has all the services built in, especially something that is available as a retail product like Google Chromecast, why do I need an Apple TV except for Apple's iTunes? And some of that content may be available in, with the other services. Why do I need a Roku? Why do I need an Amazon Fire TV if Google Chromecast gives me most of that for the price of the set I bought? Well, that's that's obviously going to be a, a subjective thing, right? Um, for some people, Chromecast is going to be just fine. I personally don't find Chromecast to be a very satisfactory experience, but everyone's mileage is going to vary. Uh, but, I, but if it's built into the set, you don't have to cast it. It's already in there. Well, but yeah, but it's still, you're still dealing with Google software and you're still dealing with, with streaming. I mean, it, it, again, one's mileage is going to vary. I think Roku has the advantage of offering more content than anybody else. And Apple TV is going to have the uh, benefit of working with um, uh, with with Siri, being able to do setup with a, through your iPhone, being able to use your being able to use your uh, uh, iPhone to, to, to do keyboard entry uh, if, you, if you want to. And it's also going to work with HomeKit, which is are things that Roku and Chromecast won't. But, you know, it's it's everybody's got a different line in the sand for what they find acceptable. You see, that's the first thing. The second thing is here is everybody starts their own TV streaming service and Disney's going to have theirs in 2019. They're going to pull content off Netflix Eventually, you're going to say, you know, I cut the cord to save money. 
Now I've got to subscribe to 10 separate services to see all the shows I want. When does it stop? We have to stop before we get an answer from Brian. You're listening to the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. Concur does what might seem impossible for your business. It makes employees happy and finance happy. How? Well, employees love automated expense reports and invoices they can submit and approve from anywhere. And finance loves that they have full visibility into employee spend. Plus, Concur integrates with leading finance systems. Concur makes the process better for everyone. Concur. Expense. Travel. Invoice. Learn more at Concur.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do 
all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. North Korea openly threatens the U.S. and launches a new missile every other week. Their warhead of choice? Electromagnetic pulse. Such an event would cripple the U.S. power grid for years and leave millions in the dark. Are you ready? You can be with a Solark EMP-hardened solar generator. Solark works day in and day out to keep your essentials protected. You can have peace of mind knowing your power will be there when you most need it. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to see EMP testing. That's PortableSolarLLC.com. Energy insurance for your family. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. And we're talking about Apple TV 4K, streaming services, cord cutting and all that good excitement. And the UPS leaving big TV sets on open patios on the first floor of someone's apartment. All right. When does this stop here? I mean, I want to watch a new Star Trek show. I have to sign up with CBS All Access. I want to watch Stranger Things and House of Cards. i got to go to Netflix. Man in the High Castle, I think, is Amazon. Unless I'm a member of Prime, I guess I get it anyway. When does it end? There's a Disney service, there's HBO Now, and there's Showtime, and there's Hulu. Two versions, one with limited commercials, one with no commercials. At one point, you add all these up and you say, wait a minute, I'm not saving any money. I mean, I completely agree with you. Uh, I, I've been referring to it as the silification of, of content, where the companies that have big IP portfolios of entertainment content... They see that as a moneymaker. And more importantly, they see what HBO has done, developing their own content. And they see what Netflix has done, developing their own content. And they know how much money Netflix is making off of their content. And they say to themselves, well, Jeepers, we've got all our own content. Why don't we offer our own little streaming thing so that we can make a big pile of money all by ourselves? And in addition to the to, to the ones you just rattled off, I, I think it's I think it's Paramount owns um, Stargate, and there's a new Stargate series. It's actually a prequel, uh, a 10-episode 10, 10 prequel to the to the original Stargate uh, series. And it's only going to be available through Stargate Command, which is an online service that offers you access to like the entire massive 500-episode library of Stargate shows and movies and, and behind-the-scenes stuff. And then, of course, you mentioned the the CBS thing with uh, with Star Trek. All the, all these different services that require their own subscription, and increasingly, what we're seeing now is we're seeing that, that they're not even offering anything else. Like you're you're basically having to pay a subscription fee to to watch a show, and it it drive it drives me nuts just as much as as it's driving you nuts. And I, I assume that. It stops when people have had enough. 
you know, there, there, there's a point at which we, we have uh, subscription oversaturation and we don't want to pay anymore and that, you know, some other content company launches their own stupid little streaming service and no one signs up for it. Well, you see, what will happen then is they'll take all these things back to cable and satellite and we'll be back where we started complaining about 300 channels and nothing to watch. It has to go that way because it's going too far in the other direction. It's going to self-correct itself because there'll be no choice. As you say, if I join CBS All Access, I'm getting the same CBS shows I get now, except for a Good Wife spinoff, which is The Good Fight or The Good Who Cares. And then we have Star Trek Discovery, which is getting mixed reviews. They claim that subscriptions to CBS All Access doubled with Star Trek. But yeah, maybe people are signing up temporarily and seeing what's going on but you can't sustain a subscription service on one or two shows no yeah i don't i don't think so i I tell you what i want to do with uh, cbs is is i want to wait until the season is done i want to subscribe to it for a month i want to binge on the show and then i want to cancel the service well i think with netflix you can basically suspend the service for a few months because at certain times of the year, you don't have the content. It doesn't matter. You wait till all the shows have premiered. You know, Stranger well, Things is, and... It's been doing it smart, though, man. They're, they're staggering stuff constantly. But you don't have to watch it when it comes on. You could wait a few months. You know what? Yeah, I'll you, subscribe in to. May after all the shows have premiered and done with May, June, whatever, for the summer when there's not a lot of new shows on network TV. And I'll spend three or four months binging and, and then suspend again. I don't have to watch it when it premieres. Well, of course you don't. Some people would feel differently about about some shows than that. I I get what you're saying. But Netflix at least gives you the option of watching a whole bunch of other stuff too. Uh, That's not really the case with CBS. And it's not really the case for for Stargate Command. Although, you know, Stargate Command, you do get 500 episodes of shows if you want to watch them. And I also... To Paramount's, I think again, I think it was Paramount, might be Universal. To their credit, with Stargate Command, it's it's a one-time subscription fee that takes you to May. I think it's like twenty bucks will take you to May of twenty eighteen. So that's slightly better than spending ten bucks a month or even five bucks a month. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, I guess for a small subscription fee, but yeah, you have to look at this in perspective and see how many of these crazy services you want. And yeah. go from there. But like I said, yeah. I think the ideal way is to forget the date on which shows premiere. That's what I did with Netflix, by the way. I cheated. I suspended it for a few months. Then the summer when the TV shows, um, network TV and cable TV were not really that interesting. I went back and for a few months we binged, watched all the shows. What, three or four different series? And you can do it in a couple of months, three, four months, whatever. And then we suspended it again. That's why I do. You don't have to watch it on day one. That's the point of that service. You know, binge watching is you can decide to watch 13 episodes now and tomorrow and for a few days well, okay, or again, do it once a week. It's your choice. But again, I mean, you know, you're, you're, I, the problem the problem with doing that with Netflix is that they are constantly releasing new content. They're, they've done such a good job of investing in original content and they have this constant stream of new stuff out so depending on what your uh, what your interests are your your approach could could certainly work for a lot of people as long as you don't care about all that you don't care about watching it today a week later a month later 
six months later. What difference does that make? Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to some other topics here, all right? All righty. Okay. So right now, iOS 11, a couple of issues there. Number one, they've had three updates, what, in three weeks? Yeah. That's pretty fast. Does that mean it really had a lot of problems? Um, you could probably look at it a couple of different ways. You could, on the one hand, say, my goodness, they released a really buggy uh, operating system. Or you could look at it as, uh, my goodness, they certainly are being fast about squashing uh, things that they find. Uh, you know, glass half full, glass half empty. I'm I'm happy that, that, that they've gotten bug fixes to the issues uh, that they've encountered as, as quickly as, as they have and that they haven't been, like, you know, holding them up for, for one bigger release. And at the same time, the kinds of bugs that Apple has been squashing have been relatively minor, affecting a, a, a very small subset of, of the user base. So, um, all in all, by most aspects of iOS 11, I call a huge winner. Well, I don't know. We, we we could talk about we could talk about this airplane mode business. Did you see? Did you catch that? What's this? Well, so Apple has a, a, here's a huge change in iOS 11. Uh, first of all, you, you've got the control center, which has been uh, dramatically and radically revamped, and and in a good way, I think. The, con- the control center and the application switcher, at least on the iPad, uh, have been combined, and and that's great and everything. But there's a couple of behavioral changes that are weird. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let and me just let me summarize it, and then he's going to point out what it is. It is you turn something off, but it's not off. Is that correct? Yes. Should, should I offer some details? Please. Okay. So if you go into the control center, and you tap the Wi-Fi button, which up until now has turned Wi-Fi off. Well, now it no longer turns Wi-Fi off. What it does instead is it disconnects you from from whatever Wi-Fi network you're on. But it doesn't tell you that. It looks like you turned it off, but it really just disconnected you from whatever network you're on, and it leaves the Wi-Fi radio on. Same thing with Bluetooth. If you go into the control center and you tap the Bluetooth button, rather than turning Bluetooth off, it unpairs you from any Bluetooth devices uh, that, that you might be paired to. And th- and it leaves the Bluetooth on. And, and that, to, it, to me, it, 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 it's, it's, it's mystifying. And at the same time, if you go into the control center or you go into settings and you turn airplane mode on, but you then turn one of the radios back on. Some folks might not even know that you can do that. But you can go into airplane mode and then turn one of the individual radios back on. So if you're on a plane, you could be in airplane mode, but but you could turn your Bluetooth back on so you could listen to uh, music through your Bluetooth noise-canceling headphones. We have Brian Schaffner of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night How Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today.
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Actual testimonials from real Numana customers. I've tried all kinds of food storage, and Numana is by far the best. I'm a single mom with two teenage boys and a full-time job. I don't always have time to cook a four-course meal. That's where Numana has been such a blessing. I can spend less time in the kitchen and more time on what matters most, like helping with homework. Find out for yourself. Order online at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Numana is... Thepowermall.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Brian, supposedly a reason for this phenomenon where you turn something off and it's just disconnecting you is because Apple needs those services on for different functions. Is that correct? Well, that's that's the theory. Apple hasn't actually said. The, the problem is, is that I don't really care what Apple needs. I go to turn off my Wi-Fi because I'm wanting to save power. I go to turn off Bluetooth because I'm wanting to save power. Right, I don't. I don't really care that that Apple would prefer that I keep that stuff on. I'm turning it off for a reason. And if I'm going into airplane mode, I don't want to have to remember the next time you turn on airplane mode, iOS 11 remembers what you previously kept on. So if you turn your Bluetooth back on after going into airplane mode, the next time you go into airplane mode, Bluetooth will still be on. Well, that's kind of a problem if you're if you're in an airplane and 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 you're you're doing takeoff and landing and you're being instructed to go into airplane mode. You should go into airplane mode. Your radio should be off. So Apple basically has taken an on-off button and now it no longer is on-off. That's that it's a weird 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 choice and I don't care for it. I think at least maybe they should give you the choice of making that setting saying when you turn it off do you want to turn off bluetooth period or just disconnect yeah that should be like an optional setting remember if you settings. have to make it that way an optional setting in your settings panel well, they could also 
in the control center. So one of the one of the great new things about control center is that if you tap if you if you press hold or tap and hold on a given set of controls, it'll expand to give you additional options, which is great. It's a, it's a really nice feature. When it comes to the radio buttons to Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, the ability to disconnect without turning off the radios should be an expanded option, not the default behavior. And that's what I would like to and the labeling, I'm looking at the labeling, Bluetooth on. Okay, but if I turn it, it says Bluetooth not connected. It's telling you what it is, you see? But you have to expand it to get that additional display. If you tap and hold, you get a full explanation as to what it's doing. And it still leaves your, your radio on, which, again, the vast majority of people, and, and, and I could be wrong about this. I, I haven't taken some sort of massive survey. Well, but that's your that- fault, sir. I believe that when most people are turning off their their Bluetooth, they're doing it to save power, but it's still on. So I'm not saving that power, and I mean you're saving the power for I guess from from it not being paired. This this is not a, a logical progression for me. I don't I don't think this decision on Apple part Apple's part makes sense. At least explain what they're doing and give customers more of a choice. It, I mean, there's still an exit strategy here because as iOS 11 is developed, they can always make a few minor refinements if they sure. want to. Sure. Otherwise, been working okay for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I, I've uh, been working on updating iPad for dummies um, for the last uh, couple of weeks. And so I've, I've gotten a, a lot deeper into to iOS 11, uh, at least on an iPad, than I, than I normally have time to do this early uh, out of the gate. And iOS 11, I think, is a is a nice nice big upgrade, nice big uh, bunch a bunch of little improvements, a bunch of behind the scenes improvements, uh, a lot of refinements. I like it. Okay, now I want to give people a reality check about the iOS 11 migration rate. And there's an article out there, a couple of articles quoting the studies from Mixpanel Trends, which keeps tabs on adoption rates of operating systems. It's not as precise as Apple. It's always going to be a little more optimistic. So here's what we have. After three weeks, the number of people using iOS 11 just exceeded those using iOS 10. Three weeks. They compare it with last year where iOS 10's adoption rate exceeded iOS 9's. This is really tongue twisting. (laughs) After two weeks, they're saying, well, the adoption rate is slower. And you know what? There's a simple reason for that. But I want to just see what your interpretation is before I give you the reason. That's very obvious to me. Why Uh, is the adoption rate for iOS 11 noticeably slower than iOS 10? uh, I don't know. Tell me. Okay. Very simple. Each year with a new iOS version, older hardware is no longer supported. So, for example... For iOS 11, you need an iPhone 5S or later, which means anything older than a 5S, a 5, even a 5C is not supported. You need a fifth generation iPad, an iPad Mini 2, and an iPod Touch sixth generation. Now, the first three are from 2013, fall of 2013. The latter is from 2016. There are hundreds of millions of devices that are no longer supported and will never run iOS 11. And as iPhone sales have increased and plateaued, each year that Apple drops older hardware, there will be more 
products out there that cannot run the new operating system. So the adoption rate for the new operating system can't be as high as the previous one. Do you see how that curve works? I do. There's probably, it's probably not quite that linear, but I do. I'm not saying it's linear. I'm saying it's a big factor. Okay. Obviously, if you can't run it, and there are certain limits as to how many older models can be run, that's a legacy number going to be running the older operating systems, 10, 9, whatever. And that's going to happen, especially now as the sales kind of plateaus where the sales increases year over year are not what they used to be. You know, it's slight now. It's not suddenly it's 50% higher or something like that. There'll be more and more products. The thing, of course, is that a lot of those products eventually will not be used, be retired or put in the drawer or in a closet or something. That's part of it right there. And there will always be people who will say, I'm not going to upgrade, especially if they have an older, like a four-year-old iPhone, a 5S, and you say, you know what? iOS 11 might be a little slower. Why do I want to go through that? I'd rather just leave it be and run what I have. I'm happy with it. That's the other choice. It's not just the curve of, of supported models. It is user decisions. But it doesn't mean that the new version of the software is crappy or something. This is just the law of figures and numbers and all that. Yeah, anyone who's saying that it's, you know, people aren't upgrading because it's crappy is, I mean, that's, there's there's no evidence to support that. And, and if you, whether or not this particular year is as a, a slightly slower adoption rate or a slightly higher adoption rate, the fact is Apple has a phenomenal history of, incredibly fast adoption rates. I mean, if you look at Android, the vast majority of the very, 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 very few Android devices are ever running the most recent version of Android. It's a a, a tiny percentage. This is the thing here. Usually the adoption rate after a year is less than 10%, single digits, after a whole year for the new version of Android. So most... Android handsets are running operating systems that are two or three years old. All right. A lot of the hardware people buy brand new will never run the new operating system. And it's all about a very complicated way of pushing those updates. And Apple got dinged for the control of the platform. But Apple got one thing. They did one thing really smart at the very beginning of selling the iPhone, which is to have full control over software and updates. The wireless carrier can't tamper with your phone. You get the phone, it's the same one that Apple sells. And all the software is controlled by them, the operating system, the software that you buy. It's it was just, one of the greatest gifts that Steve Jobs gave us, and, and I, I don't mean that lightly, freeing us from the tyranny of, of wireless carrier sideloading was just a massive gift to us as consumers because because wireless carriers have have just routinely screwed us that you know they they would disable features that phones the hardware features that phones had because they wanted to be able to charge you for their for their um service or they would they would put all this crap software onto your device because they were getting paid money to do so sometimes you couldn't even delete it it's kind of like the junk we're on a PC, but the, that's stuff you can get rid of. 
Got more to come with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-557-0158. That's 800-557-0158. Again, 800-557-0158. North Korea openly threatens the U.S. and launches a new missile every other week. Their warhead of choice? Electromagnetic pulse. Such an event would cripple the U.S. power grid for years and leave millions in the dark. Are you ready? You can be with a Solark EMP-hardened solar generator. Solark works day in and day out to keep your essentials protected. You can have peace of mind knowing your power will be there when you most need it. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to see EMP testing. That's PortableSolarLLC.com. Energy insurance for your family. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. 
Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So, Crapware, the PC model, when Google set up licensing terms for Android, giving it away, they did not think of having control over the update process or prohibiting carriers and manufacturers from putting on their own junk. Now, of course, that goes against the grain, which is the freedom. It's supposed to be an open platform, and allegedly the carriers and the manufacturers can do what they want. The problem is the customer is inconvenienced. So therefore, Google has this other thing where they sold Nexus phones and now Pixel phones built by their partners, supposedly offering the pure Android experience. But very few people buy those things. You know, they don't have wide distribution. I think there's only one carrier selling the new Pixel phones, which costs the same as the iPhone. And therefore, you'll never have the situation where a person who buys an Android phone, even paying $900 or more, which they can do with a Galaxy Note 8 or something, you don't know if they'll have any assurance that they'll get the newest software. It's true. It's absolutely true. Some people call that freedom, and this is great, and that's fine. I mean, that's, you know, that's what, if that's what people, I mean, the vast majority of people who are buying Android phones are not really making a choice other than a choice uh, of money. And I, I don't mean that in any kind of uh, negative way. Um, most Android users are not like choosing Android because it's not Apple or because it's not iPhone or because it's more free. They're just, you know, they're getting a, they're getting a smartphone and they're getting the, the, the one that's coming on special. Those that do make that choice who feel like being uh, tied to Google's tyranny instead of Apple's tyranny, that's fine for them. I'm there that I'm happy for them to, to be able to to make that choice. Uh, I personally believe that the trade-offs that you get with Apple's whole widget walled garden ecosystem are easily worth the price of, of being in that walled garden. It's a safe place to be, especially when it comes to operating systems where a security vulnerability can cause problems. And you want to know that you're running the latest and greatest, but also for a developer. Developers delivering millions of Android apps, and they're going to build it for the largest number of users to get the most money. So the newest Android may have a dozen really, really great features. But why waste money adding them if only a tiny number of users can take advantage of them? They still have to support the older hardware. And that obviously puts a crimp on their style, don't you think? That That's the thing. It, it, Developing for Android is constantly trying to hit a moving target, 
And the moving target actually just gets slower and slower as as time goes on. And I wouldn't want to be in that position, you know. And then, of course, you've got the the reality that hardware specifications are just all over the place in the Android uh, community. And not only does that make things hard for developers, it really makes things hard for Android consumers too, because you don't necessarily know how well things are going to work with your particular model if you're going to the to the Google Play Store and. Uh, I, like I said, I, I get that there's people who call that freedom and say that hooray and that this is great. It's not not for me. I, I would much rather have a solid ecosystem uh, where I I can pretty much count on on what I am getting to work, and uh, for that that's a that's a no brainer decision for me personally. Well, I guess here Google has claimed they're going to solve the problem. And of course, they never do because the way the platform is designed, this is an inherent problem they can't overcome. I don't see, I don't see how Google is ever going to be able to change this unless they were to uh, start clamping down and exacting great control that they currently do not exert over the operating system itself. I mean, you know, like for instance, Samsung thinks that it can that make its devices a little more special by bolting on a bunch of Samsung-developed software, that much of which just duplicates, sometimes poorly, what Google is already doing. If Samsung and the carriers are having are, are responsible for their updates and you know the carriers don't care, I don't know. I, if, if you ask me, Android's a mess, wouldn't touch it with the 10-foot pole, and I am, I am, like I said, I'm quite happy in my uh, Apple walled garden. Okay. Mac OS High Sierra. They had a supplementary update came out. Mm-hmm. Fixing a couple of things. This is not unusual for Apple. They're supposedly working on a 10.13.1 update that'll be out probably in a few weeks. Other than the confusion over the Apple file system, anything else going on there? Uh, it was an update to, to fix a, a couple of bugs, and uh, it seemed to have done so. We haven't seen a lot of complaints coming in at the Mac Observer for High Sierra. Uh, if anything, what we've gotten are lots of reports of older machines being markedly faster with High Sierra, and that's that's a change. You know, usually you get folks complaining that a new system slowed their their old computer down. The, the newer operating system is designed for newer hardware. In the case of High Sierra, though, I know that my six-year-old MacBook Air, it was a night and day difference in installing High Sierra. And it went from being increasingly not usable to extremely usable again. It gave me at least a, another year of, of using that as my uh, portable device. I think it's about time to thank Apple for doing a pretty decent update here. I don't really care offhand if apple file system takes a little longer to get fixed or never until the next release because i don't think most people are suffering or would even notice if it was updated Mm-mm. yeah the vast majority of people have no idea that it's even a thing anyway let us move on to other topics these days when we look at the tech universe what do you think are the most compelling issues Forgetting the politics. Forgetting the politics. Goodness gracious. Forgetting the politics. 
how do you forget politics? I mean, not only from the standpoint of uh, American domestic uh, politics and things like, like um, uh, you know, to to encrypt or not to encrypt, but then you've got the fact that that Apple is uh, increasingly a company that's in the crosshairs of international uh, diplomacy and threats and 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 you know positioning and 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 you know chess play where where you know countries like to like to start poking around in Apple's business uh, just because they're they want to protest something that the U.S. government is doing. So how do you ignore, ignore politics when it comes to technology? That's a good question. But in terms of that, I think the big considerations are things like privacy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, privacy is is is, is a huge thing, and and it's not on the front burner right now, but it's going to be on the front burner again uh if you know goodness forbid that we have any kind of uh uh terrorist attack that involves any kind of locked phone um the whether or not we the people and and or or citizens of other countries have any right to privacy whatsoever is an issue that has not been decided and it is um in my opinion it's an incredibly important issue let's do our break here we got more to come with Brian Chaffin. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. KD Armor has been on a mission to manufacture the most comfortable body armor on the market, and we've succeeded. With the release of our CQB technology, we now offer the most comfortable concealable rifle threat body armor available. Things may look good now, but what if you need added protection? Get your very own concealable rifle threat armor and active shooter kits for $129.90 delivered. Check out the promotion sales tab at kdarmor.com, C-A-D-I-Armor.com. With nearly 70 years of history engineering bunkers, today, Atlas Survival Shelters is still the authority. Atlas offers 18 different choices, from commercial tornado shelters to underground nuclear fallout shelters. Starting at just $99.99, with 100% financing available, comfortable interiors, and state-of-the-art air filtration systems, Atlas Survival Shelters are the most popular private survival shelters in the world. Call 1-855-4-BUNKER-NOW or visit atlassurvivalshelters.com. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So we move to privacy as amongst the many considerations here happening in the tech universe. And again, people, you know, keep bringing up, well, Google Assistant is better than Siri, and Alexa is better than Siri. I only try to best myself. (laughs) How appropriate. How absolutely appropriate. But a lot of it also is privacy, isn't it? Well, I I think so. Uh, Apple, I believe that if you look at the performance of Alexa, Amazon's Alexa, and if you look at the performance of Apple Siri, and you say that Apple is behind because Alexa will do more, I believe that that is looking at a tapestry, or actually looking at a thread and trying to describe the tapestry to which it belongs. Um, you know, Apple tells us that they are taking this long haul view of artificial intelligence, where they are teaching Siri, they're developing technologies that allow Siri to understand us. And in understanding us, be able to truly interact with us in a a way that we would expect of another human being. Whereas Amazon is teaching Alexa tricks. And Amazon has to train the user to do those tricks. 
because Amazon only answers to rote things. Now, Amazon has done a really good job of, of making those rote things expansive and open to third-party developers so that third-party developers can can invent their own little tricks. But at the end of the day, the customers still have to learn the commands. This, like The customers have to be trained to get Alexa to do what they expect. And Apple is building Siri to truly understand us and be able to respond in a way based on that understanding. And I think that over time, if Apple can really do what it says it's doing, that Siri is the one that is that is that is more advanced and certainly has much more of the future. Well, certainly they're making a big deal about AR right now. Yeah. So how is that going to work out? Well, AR is is a really, really, really interesting thing. And Apple's approach so far to AR is that they're doing, AR stands for augmented reality. And this is the idea of putting some kind of information onto reality. So like if you're looking through your camera, you're getting, or you're looking through your display at something in the real world, you're getting some kind of additional information. That's what augmented reality is. And one version of augmented reality is something like Google Glass, where information would be superimposed on your vision based upon what you're looking at. Or any any of the virtual reality, which is different from augmented reality, but any of the virtual reality goggles that uh, would look onto the real world and, again, have some kind of additional information added to what you see. And when I say additional information, I'm talking about things like game pieces, information about a restaurant, directions for, for where you're going, incoming call information, the um, port, portal games where, where you know you look through your phone and you're seeing instead of just seeing the, uh, the, the you know the public square that you're on, you actually have a, a portal that you can see through your phone that no one else can see. These are these are augmented reality things. And I'm not sure, that we really want to do all of our augmented reality through our phones. I think that we really want augmented reality on our contact lenses or our glasses or eventually through ocular implants. I mean, I'm looking, we're looking decades, if not, you know, a century or more into the future where things are just being projected directly onto, uh, onto the, 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 you know, the, the, the way our brain sees and that's the true future of augmented reality. And it is something that people wonder how they lived without when we really have it. Well, do you think here that Apple made this all available to all its developers is really going to boost the support? Yeah, yeah. I think the augmented reality is, is I think that Apple has done some really good things with ARKit. And I think we've already seen some really interesting things coming out of AR kit and it was only introduced in June and it was only released in, in its final form uh, in September. And we're already seeing uh, some really interesting games. There's a, one of the, one of the ones that I've enjoyed messing around with is called uh, cosmic creator, where you create your own solar system that's in your living room or in your front yard and, and, and you create planets and you, and you watch how they interact with each other because gravity uh, gravity is, is, is a thing in, in, in this, in this little game. Um, 
there, there's, there's a lot of potential for this stuff. And what Apple has done with ARKit is truly impressive. And what developers end up doing with it, uh, only time will tell. But I, I think that we're going to, uh, I think that we're going to be really pleasantly surprised. Of course, they all want to continue to denigrate Apple for this, that, and the other thing. It takes us to the iPhone 10. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know as well as I do, the iPhone 10 ain't shipping yet, folks. You know, that's not grammatical. But it's not shipping yet. And you hear endless attacks about Face ID, and it's this, that, and the other thing. That's kind of typical of Apple, isn't it? Yeah, sure. I mean, Apple, I think Apple has a little bit of itself to blame here. Um, supply constraints for this device means that Apple had to introduce it at the same time as the iPhone 8, even though it was not going to be shipping. And, and worse, we're getting very credible reports coming out of Apple's supply chain that suggest that Apple is not going to be able to meet anywhere near what demand is going to be for this thing. So it's going to ship, and there, there will be people. I, I, if if these supply chain leaks are correct, there are going to be people who who order that first night who aren't going to get their phones until 2018. That that is that is a real possibility. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, do you think here that all iPhones are going to be this way, Face ID? Well, we're, so we're getting another report coming out of from uh, Mingji Kuo, uh, one of the one of the analysts who's who's currently considered to be well connected to Apple's supply chain, and he says that Apple is looking to ditch Touch ID for Face ID starting next year, in twenty eighteen. So that the iPhone, essentially the iPhone ten, will be the first device that does this. But this is this is the future for Apple. I. I, I need to I need to get my hands on an iPhone 10. I need to be able to use Face ID. I need to be able to make uh, purchases with it. I need to see how interacting with this device uh, works in a practical way to 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 really know how I feel about it. Um, I still find it difficult that Apple would ditch Touch ID for Face ID unless they've decided that there is an inherent security flaw in Touch ID. Or they feel a face ID is it something that is better and provides a factor of differentiation with the competition? Yes, um, but Touch ID is already differentiated from like n- n- no no competing device has come close to Touch ID. M- maybe they're getting close to it, and, and if if so, Apple probably knows that, and that could be one of the reasons why they're doing it. But it seems to me that it seems to me that Apple would want to to augment Touch ID with Face ID rather than replace it. But if they do replace it, it's probably for a reason, and it's probably for a good reason. Well, as they say, what's it? There's a fifty one in fifty thousand chance of an error where it's one in a million with Face ID, except for your evil twin or your doppelganger. We're not going to talk about doppelgangers because this is the Tech Night Out Live with Brian Chaffin and Gene Steinberg. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. This just in. Before your doctor gives you another antibiotic prescription that you don't want, get this free report, The Miracle of Garlic, Your First Home Medicine. This free report is filled with easy kitchen remedies for common colds, flus, sore throats, ear infections, and more. Plus, learn to boost your immunity before you get sick. Go now to GCNWellness.com. Just like it sounds, GCNWellness.com to get your free report, The Miracle of Garlic. Click GCNWellness.com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. Are you retired or facing retirement and you're afraid your income is going to be less than you'd like? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and I want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current schedule, creating extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusades, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. Message and data rates may apply. Oh my gosh, that's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me, are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry, we recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh yeah, I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME44 to 42. 424 for a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text PRIME44 to 42424 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME44 to 42424. 
Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So you see, no evil twins, no doppelgangers. I guess if you have a twin, you should be friendly with them. Or they'll be able to unlock your iPhone 10. Is that the case here? <laughs> it does seem is <laughs> it does seem like it's the case. I don't have a twin, so uh, and we're talking about identical twins, obviously, not uh, uh, fraternal twins. Yeah, that that does seem to be the case that your twin could uh, unlock your your Face ID iPhone. Well, I guess you shouldn't worry about it. But one in fifty thousand for Touch ID does that mean other people have the same fingerprint as you? No, what I think that actually means is that the way people's fingerprints map according to uh, the sensors uh, on Touch ID, that they provide a close enough match. I don't think it means they actually have your, your same fingerprints. Saying the system is imperfect. No system is perfect, okay? We can't expect that Face ID is going to be perfect, one in a million, whatever. We cannot expect that... Touch ID is perfect. We can't expect the passcode to be perfect because somebody will guess it. So one way or the other, all you're doing is putting up a big door, making it thicker and thicker and harder and harder for people to break in. Nobody stops someone from coming up to you with a gun saying, show your face, sir. Put your finger on your iPhone, sir, or your iPad, or enter your passcode. Then their chances of having you do that are 100 percent well yeah okay so here's one of the things i've been thinking about and again in that we don't have these devices yet we you know we can't really test them at all but here's what i worry about i worry about thieves grabbing your iphone 10 holding it up to your face and uh, it's unlocked and they run off they run off with it that's what i worry about so it's a, that's that that is potentially a lot easier and a lot faster than the idea of, you know, trying to force someone's fingerprint. Like, you know, obviously, if, if you've been kidnapped and, and someone has your iPhone, you know, they can obviously force you to, to touch it with your fingers or, or something even more gruesome. But with, uh, with Face ID, it seems like they could just hold it up to your phone and you're good to go. They're good to go. I wonder how that's going to play out. You know what? It, we'll see how all this happens with the biometrics after people can buy enough iPhone 10. That's what really is the case here. When people can buy the things, we see how they react to it. We see how reviewers who probably have their samples now. Nope. You don't think so? Well, no, it's, it, I, I, okay, actually, to your point, it's possible that the, the, who, whoever's at the Wall Street Journal now and the New York Times, it's possible that they have them. But the, no, no one else does. All right. This is where things are getting more and more confusing but we expect that there's a group of half a dozen journalists who get apple gear before the thing goes on sale 
maybe a couple of weeks or more. They have an iPhone 10. Other reviewers will get it on the shipping date or after. Customers will have them, and then we'll know whether or not it's good. You know, it's funny here. We do these episodes with Skype, and sometimes we have to stop for a reason. So somebody just rang the front doorbell. Tall guy, like he's almost seven feet tall. He's the UPS guy. He was looking into the problem with the package, the TV set. And I said to him, he's the guy who delivered it. I said, why did you leave it on the open patio? He said, well, you have other boxes there and things, and we didn't think anybody would take it. You have a response? <laughs> I, don't, I haven't seen your patio, Gene. I don't know how reasonable that is. I mean, it seems like the back patio would be better than the front patio, and it's not their responsibility if the shipper didn't require a, a signature. Right? I mean, that's the PR agency should have required a signature, and that would have solved uh, your particular complaint here. Right? That's right. Blame it on the PR agency. Uh, sounds like an old song, Blame It on the Bossa Nova. Blame it on the PR agency. That's a song from the 1950s, by the way. So whenever something goes wrong, it's the PR agency's fault. There you yeah. go. Good rule of thumb. Okay. Are you going to buy an iPhone 10? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I'm staying up, and I'm I've got, I'm going to have I'm going to have my uh, iPad open to uh, to the Apple Store. I'm going to have my iPhone open to the Apple Store, and I'm going to have the App Store open on a website, and I'm going to have my last payment on my iPhone Seven paid because I'm on the yearly subscription thing where you can upgrade every year and uh, I'm going to be ready to go and then I'm going to wait till sometime in 2018 to actually get it <laughs> oh well yeah I hear you one way or the other you'll get your order in early do you expect to actually get one in the first week or is it going to be okay your delivery day is January 14th uh, it, it's going to be, a t it's going to be a total crapshoot for, for all of us ordering in, in those first few moments. And there's going to be a lot of people trying to do it. So, you know, are Apple's servers going to be able to handle the server load? Um, it's just going to, it's going to be a crapshoot. Do you think there's going to be huge demand for it? Yeah, I do. It, there's going to be, certainly going to be a larger demand than what, Apple can produce according to very, very reliable and consistent report coming out of the supply chain. What is this out from the supply chain? This sounds to me like it's going to be a little bit of guesswork there. How do you mean? You get all these statements in the supply chain. Allegedly, Apple can't get this True Tone camera in insufficient quantities. They can't get that. In sufficient quantities, it's going to be weeks or months late. Is that true? Well, yeah. So uh, my philosophy for looking at rumors coming out of um, the supply chain is, is actually pretty. It's it's pretty simple. It, there is usually some kind of basis for these rumors. There's usually some kind of basis for them where we, we, we end up running into to, to trouble, getting into trouble is when we make the wrong conclusions 
based on what information uh, that someone is getting. Because what one supplier is doing really isn't much of an indicator of Apple's overall supply chain because it's it's an extraordinary complex and large supply chain. Well, then I would assume there are going to be problems early on anyway. It's brand new technology, brand new components, OLED display. But will next year's iPhone 8S be basically an iPhone 10? Okay, I have a theory on that. I don't have I don't have anything to, to, to base on this. But I think that we have been shown a new device that is going to be the leader and that some of those features will will then the next year or the year after that translate down to uh, to the less expensive devices. Yeah. So for most people, is there even a reason to bother? Good question. Brian Chaffin, please tell us where we can find more of your stuff. I'm the editor-in-chief at the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TMOBrian. That's Brian with a Y, and I'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter if you look for Tech Night Owl, all three words strung together. We have a second radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. And this week we have a special episode with Dr. Scott Kalbaba. He's an internist from the Midwest. And he wrote a book about untold stories, physicians' untold stories, about patients reporting near-death experiences, miraculous healings, all sorts of really, really interesting stuff. And this comes from physicians. This is not something that, you know, some wacky people are making up. This is something their patients experience sometimes while under their care. On the Paracast, go to Paracast.com for more information. Please don't forget to look into the best way to support the Tech Night Owl Live, and that is to subscribe to Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com. That's P-L-U-S dot technightowl.com for a modest subscription rate. You can get this show free of the network ads, better quality audio, plus.technightowl.com. Brian Chaffin, thank you for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Hey, man, thanks for having me. It's uh, good to be here. is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.